0: to Living Within the Sweet Spot with your host, Nikki Klegel. Have you been searching for that something within you? The one thing that is designed to bring abundance into your life? Are you not finding it yet? By partnering with God, you are sure to discover the key to living a happier and more fulfilling life. Now, here is Nikki Klegel.
1: Hello, everyone. Yes, this is Nikki Klegel with Fulfill Your Legacy, and I'm so happy that you are here with us today on Living Within the Sweet Spot. I'm an author, a coach, and a speaker. I'm also the founder of Fulfill Your Legacy, where I help people deeply partner their life with God. I help them tap into the Trinity and all there is to offer with that so they can reach their goals and dreams higher than they ever dreamed possible. I like to lead them to a place where they are empowered by the work they do, the health they're in, and the relationships they have. But Jesus looked at them and said, With man, This is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. So let's go ahead and get busy on this show. We're going to break it down into three parts. We're doing the new format this time where we have one subject um, each week, and we move on to a brand new subject. This week, we're going to have Sonia Jones on. She is NBC's Biggest Loser finalist. I'm so happy to have her with us. She's also got a book coming out. She's going to be the author of 44 Lessons, from a loser, she's also a speaker, she's got so much to offer us, but today's topic is really gonna be on going from losing to winning, And how do we do that, right? So I'm going to coach for just a few minutes in the first part. Then we're going to bring in Sonia for the middle part. And I know she's got so much wisdom. She's been here and she calls on God and she's going to share with us how to um, some tips on how to make this happen. And then the third section, we're going to go to Collins. So stick with us throughout it all. Let's go ahead and take us from losing to winning. As we do this, in all my times, um, we're going to do it in the same manner. It's the four-step process for living within your sweet spot. And it is this idea of really whatever your problem is in life, whatever. You apply this, always do it 10 times throughout the day if you need to. Always consider what the problem is, whatever's bugging you, whatever's getting the best of you. Then go ahead and look up, get the word out, get the Bible out, look up. What does the word tell you about it? Then you have the, the gift. We know you need to consider what is the benefit, what is the gift out of this if I follow this where, written word, and then last, you free will. So let's break it down that way. The problem, well, okay, and we're today we're with Sonya. We're going to be talking about weight. I mean, she was on the show Biggest Loser, but we know this applies for most any. Foothold, setback, um, challenge that seems unbearable. So whether you feel completely defeated and you really want to accomplish or overcome something, if you're feeling very overwhelmed, maybe you feel like whatever it is, it's simply impossible. Maybe you feel like you don't deserve it. And maybe you're just to the point where you've given up. That is the problem because that's not living within your sweet spot. God has a plan for you. He has a purpose for you. He handcrafted you a specific way, a place where you feel energized and healthy and you're making a difference on the world, basically where you're loving and serving right? So that's our problem. We're in these kind of defeated places. And believe me, we've all been here, some of us in tougher places than others. But let's consider what the word says. I really wanted to break it down into these ways that I described feeling either like something is impossible or you're not capable. The next place is feeling like you're undeserving or unworthy. And the last place I want to look at it it, in terms of is when you feel like you just want to give up. So we're in the section of what does the word tell us? So let's look at some of these Bible verses. I'm going to just power through these. I want you to almost close your eyes and listen to these. Listen to these verses of truth. And remember, the the word, we call it the living word. So as I read these verses, I want you to know some of them are going to pop out. Some of them are going to. Uh, spur a little something in your heart, mind, and soul. Some of them will nudge you to maybe move forward with it. Some of them will challenge you and make you think, I don't do that. Or some of them will resonate with you like that's where I'm at. Those are the ones that the Holy Spirit is moving in you on. That's what we mean by living word, okay? So listen to this verse, Matthew 19, 26. We just read this. But Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. When we're considering whether it's possible for me to do this or not, you know, maybe not with you alone, but with God, it is possible. Lean on him. I know Sonia did that through her her whole thing. So uh, let's keep going. For nothing will be impossible with God. Exact same thing. Luke 137. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Philippians 4, 13. Look, there, Jesus looked, sorry, Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible. This is another Mark 10, 27, but not with God, for all things are possible with God. Same exact words, another book, another man. I know that you can do all things. No purpose of yours can be throated. That's Job. 42.2, 42.2, he's assuring that God is capable. Job, when he should have been down more than anyone, full of full of difficulties, still knows that God is capable and leans on it. Ah, Lord God, behold, thou hast made heaven and earth by the great power, stretched out, stretching out his arms. There is nothing too hard for thee, says Jeremiah thirty-two made the heaven and earth, the God who made the heaven and earth. If you partner with God, if you call on God, if you lean into God, this, this power we have, it comes into us as we welcome God into us. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Okay. That means he's here. He's here in our, he can be here with us in our flesh with us. Is there anything too hard for me? All this should remind us that, you know, we might be incapable. We might really feel that way or be in some places, but we need to call on God because he can get us through. The second section then is this undeserving place. Some of us just battle with this feeling like we're undeserving. Let's look at some of these verses. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. That's funny, right? And You feel unworthy. You feel undeserving, maybe because you've screwed up. Maybe because you've tried and tried and tried and it never works. And you feel like, you know what? I I just don't even deserve this. I keep messing up. It's not my thing. But God will straighten your paths. Even as you're trying and screwing up and not succeeding, God, when you're partnered with him, makes a way. Listen to this. Um, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Romans 8.31. And then undeserving, how about un- we're feeling undeserving or unworthy. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall have everlasting love. He gave his son for us. We are worthy. He, we are all his children. He gave one for another. He, we are equal. We, he loves us. Um, Galatians 3, 26, for you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. So that's, when, sometimes we think we're not worthy, that we have to be a better Christian, that we have to um, work harder, that we were just not enough, but it, it all has to do with faith. If we want to tap into God and use God and, and have God in us and with us, we need to believe Jesus Christ, we need to believe. Through Jesus, okay, and then Second Corinthians six eighteen, and I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. That's Second Corinthians six eighteen. I mean, we are sons; we are His. We don't need to do anything to get get that place, that seat. We are His. We believe it and we know it and we believe it. Okay, there's so many more. I don't want to run out. I'm going to do a couple more on this undeserving. Okay, so so Galatians 4, 7. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. I mean, we, we it, I like that. You are no longer a slave. That's how people feel. When they are trapped almost down, they feel held down by this world. Maybe it's comments they've had put upon them. Maybe it's um, limits they've put on themselves. Maybe it's failure over and over again, and they're trapped. They literally feel like they don't know where to go next, and we are not a slave anymore. When we live in this world, we have to live by all those things then, all those limits, all those things we believe, the lies we believe, all those things. But when we step into Christ, we step into God, then we, and we own ourselves as, as God's son, as children, then we know that we get this, this power that comes with it. Okay, so then he said to them, because of your little faith, because of your little faith, for truly I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. So this, I think, is really huge because we're talking right now, potentially we're trying to reach people that have been beaten down. They're trying things, and it's not working. They're feeling undeserving, and you just have to have a little bit of faith. It will grow. It, it will grow. And just as listening to all the lies and kind of getting in those footholds where we hear negative things and we repeat them over and over because we've been taught that and we believe that just as those things grow with time and become more real to us in time, even though they're not, if we plant faith like a mustard seed, plant it just a little bit, it grows. We have to feed that instead of feed the lies. Okay, and then the last one, um, giving up. So the people who feel like, okay, now I've just given up. We've talked a lot about the people who feel like this is impossible. We've talked about verses that help us when we feel undeserving. But let's consider some of these verses when we feel like giving up. So Isaiah forty thirty one. but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. So hope, each day hope renews our strength, right? They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And then Timothy, my child, Christ Jesus is kind, and you must let him make you strong. And that's 2 Timothy um, 2, 1. Timothy, my child, Christ Jesus is kind. So we have to remember when we feel like giving up, we know that, and maybe it's part of the reason why we feel like giving up is because nobody's helping us. We need to remember that Christ and God, the Trinity want to help us. They are right there ready to help us. They're kind and they're loving and they can't wait um, when you call on them. And then uh, look at Second Corinthians 12, 19, nine. But he said to them, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest in me. You know, this is something that we forget. I think this one is so important because... We we feel like giving up. You think maybe you don't deserve it and stuff. This verse could almost go on the other one too, but it's all about grace. We don't have to do anything. We don't have to earn it. We just simply get it. And his power is going to give us rest. When we feel like giving up, um, we get rest in that. And then last, I want to talk a little bit about rejoicing in the Lord. And so that's Philippians 4, 4 through 7. Rejoice in the Lord again. I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, prayer and supplication. When we're talking about, okay, how do you step into God? How do you use God? How do you tap into him? With prayer and supplication and giving thanks. And so last Um, then we get into the gift. So we've talked a little bit about what the problem is. We've then talked about what the word tells us. I gave you a lot of verses. I hope some of them resonated with you. Now we're looking at what the gift is. And we know that the gift is really just overcoming this foothold. It's success. It's um, this joy, but you get hope. You literally get hope from God. These verses say that we don't need to lean on ourselves when we're not feeling strong enough. We can hope in the Lord. You get strength and power from God. All these verses, even the verse that talks about power beyond temptation. Well, Sonia is going to be talking about that temptation to cut, you know, cheat on your diet or to skip out on your routine. And we biblically know that He's got he's waiting to give us power beyond temptation. There's divine direction. When I talked about him stepping, making your steps, um, straightening and correcting your steps, he will open doors, connect you with people that are going to help you. Honestly, Sonia got connected with a TV show that was going to help her, with coaches that were going to help her. I mean, honestly, and then and then we give back um, this ability to grow and, because then we give back. Um, you're going to get unconditional love. A lot of us don't tap into our hopes and dreams, the things we really want, even when we feel undeserving, when we feel like it's impossible, when we feel like there's, we just want to give up. We, we stop because we just feel like we don't love ourselves enough to, to go for it. And as we get God's love into us, as we get that kind of true, unconditional love in ourselves, we start to be able to love ourselves. And that's what I want for you guys. And then let's look last at the choice. We're down to about two minutes is all. We're going to be bringing Sonia in next. But the choice, we always have free will. So even though we maybe have these written, the written word right in front of us, maybe we have um, inspiration and hope. Um, maybe we have ideas, but we still have a choice whether we're going to step into it or not. God is there. The Holy Spirit is living all around us. But are we stepping into it? We have to make that choice. All right, so there's two things I want to talk about in this choice, surrendering and just your free will, So, or leaning on him. So surrendering it comes from this place of really owning where your hangups are, what you've been trying to control yourself and surrendering them, giving up that control and putting yourselves in the arms of God. And the second thing, leaning on God, that it's a two-part thing. When you really go into this free will and stepping into God, you surrender everything, your control, you surrender to God. But then the next is you lean in. And by leaning in, ask, seek, knock. We know this ask, seek, knock, go to him in prayer, acknowledge his power. The A, ask, acknowledge his power. The S, seek with all your heart, drop down with everything you've got, seek and knock, step into it. That's the physical thing. Knock, knock, knock. You have to do something. You have to knock and do your part too all right you guys we are to the end we are going to wrap it up i want you guys to come back on living within the sweet spot tap into facebook at nikki or nikki clagle fulfill your legacy there's a live stream of it if you're listening on voice america come and get your free download and yeah we'll be back with sonia jones after the break
0: This life-transforming coaching experience is based on Nikki's book, Awaking the Living Legacy, and is now offered in a self-study at the Living Legacy Academy. For more information, visit NikkiClegel.com. That's NikkiClegel.com.
1: We all have unique experiences and outlooks when it comes to leadership and team building, yet sometimes we clash,
0: even when trying to achieve the exact same goals. Check out Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, how to get it just right. Your host is Dr. Cass Henry.
1: A shared journey equals success, and every human interaction has the power
0: to achieve this success by working together. Tune in every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
1: Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: This is Living Within the Sweet Spot with Nikki Klegel. The phone lines are ready for you to call in and connect with our program at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. If you're feeling a bit shy, send Nikki an email to nikki at Now, back to Living Within the Sweet Spot.
1: Hello, everyone. Yes, this is Nikki on Living Within the Sweet Spot. I am so happy that you're back with us after the break-in. more delighted that I am bringing on Sonia Jones. She is one of the finalists from NBC's A Biggest Loser. Sonia, can you say hi to everyone? Good morning, everyone. It's wonderful to be with you. Nikki, thanks for the opportunity. Yes, yes, I'm delighted. Okay, so we have your bio that's off to the side of this. We okay. have a link in our Facebook feed. We have um, next to Voice America, we have a link that they can also click on. I do want you to share with us a little bit more about yourself, though, and Kind of help people know how they can see the work that you're doing, too. Sure. Um,
2: Well, my name is Sonya Jones. I was on NBC's reality TV show, The Biggest Loser. Uh, I started, uh, I was on The Biggest Loser in 2014. My finale date was January 29th of 2015. Um, Kind of my run on the show was I lost the show by 0.01% of my body weight. Um, Right? I was the only female finalist with a tremendous Cast of people who I've grown to love so much, Um, but yeah, I lost two hundred and fifty thousand dollars by less than a pound. Um, So that was that was kind of (laughs) hard, but I tell you, it was the I wouldn't change a thing. I loved it. Before I was on the show, I was an elementary PE teacher, uh, track coach, softball coach, and I was and still am the type of person who every morning I would get up and think, I get to go to work today. I loved my job. I have two master's degrees, uh, both in education, Um, not using either of them now because as I came back from the show, I actually started a new career. I was approached by HSHS Medical Group, which is the fastest growing uh, medical group uh, around, and we are, I am their outreach um their outreach representative and i do a lot of public speaking now so i'm on the road a lot and i get to share about health and wellness in our communities it has been a dream come true and it all stemmed from filling out a silly little application online you know i was uh, like i said i was a pe teacher and a coach and truthfully i hated who i was and i felt like i should be the model of health and wellness for an uh, entire community my kids but instead I felt like a hypocrite and I felt embarrassed because uh you know I'm supposed to be a model of health and wellness and instead I feel like the biggest track coach and the biggest PE teacher and uh so the biggest loser it didn't just change my life it saved my life and in a lot of different ways
1: yeah and now you're going on to inspire and share this with others I just love that so I know Sonia also uh it personally, she she's being published by the same author that or publishing company that I am, which is the Author Academy Leap. But um, but your spirit is so sweet. You're full of energy. You have such a passion, and you know uh, you you make made a joke of it almost about how much money you missed out on it and. Is. And I think um, I know your real your real heart is just the changing lives and that you feel so rich and fills fills you back up. But I but I also yeah. know it's also led to other avenues where you're earning money. And I think that's so cool. Um, so we got to get down to the heat of this some sure. topics here. So, yeah. first of all, I just want to say. Um, there was a time in your life because there's a lot of people listening that feel like imposters, like you said, but there's time in your life where all of a sudden you felt like I'm doing this. What changed? What was that?
2: You know, there's a myriad of things, but it came down to me seeing a picture of myself on, in a newspaper after my softball team had won the state championship. And I looked at that picture and I said, something has to change. And there's a tremendous story about that. However, the time that I knew that something was going to change in my life um, is when I was on the plane ride from Chicago to Los Angeles. I was a, I was a jumbled mess of emotions. I was excited. I was nervous. I was um, scared out of my mind because I knew that if I was chosen to be on the show, because I loved the Biggest Caesar since the Biggest Loser since season one, I loved it. I'd sit with a big old pizza and a two liter of soda, and I didn't <laughs> and drink. And um, but. You know, when I was on that plane ride, I was so, I was a mix of emotions, and I knew I just had to pray, and I sat with my Bible, and I read my Bible, and I prayed, and I listened to worship music, and in that moment, I felt the Lord speak to my heart, and it was like He said, you know, that this, Sonya, this journey on The Biggest Loser, um, this this is for the first time for you to believe what I said in my word is true, that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And you know, Nikki, I'm one of those people, I'm really good at taking God at his word, especially for other people. You know, I can look at a newborn baby, and I can think, that newborn baby is wonderfully made. I can look at my trainers from the show, Dolvet Quince and Jesse Pavelka, and think, wow, they are definitely fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, but me at 283 pounds, I shouldn't sure feel like I was fearfully and wonderfully made. And in that moment, I knew that God had called me to The Biggest Loser. I knew I was going to be there for the long haul. And if you know anything about the show, you know that every week your, your existence on the show is dependent upon you losing a tremendous amount of weight. And I knew I was in for the long haul because God had called me. And so much of it is because it goes back to the scripture. I was, I was super excited about what you were saying earlier about the scripture, about moving mountains. You know, I, 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 wanted, I knew that I was called to be a, a mountain mover in that moment. And so Uh, you know, God was, and the the timing in that, I love God's timing because it was like he spoke that to me when I was on my way to the show. Oftentimes we try to pretty ourselves up and say, okay, God, um, I've lost all the weight. I feel better about myself. And now here I am. But no, God says, come to me when you're broken and you're weary. And I will put those pieces together. And that's what he showed me through that process.
1: Yeah. There's so many things I want to touch on for these people listening that are sitting in these places, whoever wants big change. Um, One is you're on the plane going to um, this, this opportunity, but you don't feel necessarily like, I mean, you're scared. All these things you, that's blind faith, right? You hadn't heard God talk to you yet. And you still were doing it anyway. And I love that. And he rewards us when we do that blind faith. And I just want to encourage the people listening to remember that you might feel as you step into God. I mean, we're doing a lot of talking about God's calling and um, calling on God and all these things. And sometimes the new listeners on are like, I, I don't hear God talk and sure. I don't know what this means, God calling. And 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 I just want to reassure us all that the Holy Spirit is around for everyone. He's here living, whispering to all of us we don't all hear. And I can see, Sonia, you want to say something so bad I go do ahead. So badly yeah, in.
2: It is we cannot let fear determine our future. We can't let fear dictate whether or not we take that first step. Um, And oftentimes, it may not be a loud, audible God saying, do this. It's a quickening in your spirit that says, maybe I should. I mean, maybe I should have filled out the application online to be a contestant. Maybe I should get on that plane. You know, maybe I should seek that job opportunity. Maybe I should seek out this opportunity. Um, Don't let fear dictate whether or not you take that first step. Because even though it's scary, sometimes Mm -hmm. things that are most are the most worth it so don't
1: yeah let
2: whether or not you take that first step
1: yeah yeah I'm gonna bring you guys a little bit of clarity on this too Sonia I just love this I feel like it's a tennis match but um the uh the the clarity of don't let that fear we know how God talks God does not speak to you condemnation um, things against self-love, anything that you hear rattling through your mind that says you're, you're defeated. You're not going to make it. That is not of God. That's right. And so don't, that's the fear. That's the control. That's the dark. Don't, don't listen to that. All right. So wonderful. Okay. So you, you heard God, you kind of felt like, okay, I am all in now. Oh, boy. Okay, so you're on the plane. Then I, I had this question because I felt like there's probably a lot of people tuning in just simply because they knew it was about weight. And a lot of people have rebound. And I'm sure you get this question. I don't even want to bring it up because I don't. I know this won't happen to you. But the I'm thing is. Go ahead. It's okay. It, it does. And so how do you keep yourself from lapsing back when you've kind of had this life of a pattern that you feel like is overwhelming?
2: There are lots of ways, but I think it boils down to one thing. I know my why. Um, I know why I do what I do. I understand my purpose. Nikki, there are a lot of people on my season alone, 88,000 people applied to be on my show. 20 of us made it. Um, And now I want to pay forward the things that I have learned on the show. My why is knowing that I hated who I was as an overweight elementary PE teacher who didn't like herself at all. My why is having 5 million people walk through this road with me and I don't want to let them down. But beyond that, my why is to not let myself down. You know, um, I believe in myself for the first time. And there are a lot of people who struggle with weight that can't say that. And that's those. That's my heart. That's the people who I want to get to and say, "I believe you can do this." But you have to know your why. You know, mm-hmm. your why may be, um, you know, to be in a perfect dress. It could be to watch your baby girl walk down the aisle someday. It could be for men to walk to walk your baby girl down the aisle someday. But mm-hmm. your why has to be something that's in the forefront of your mind, and you have. To remember, you know, when I feel like laying on my couch or laying in bed and hitting snooze instead of getting up at 544 and going for a run, you know, my why gets me up. Um, There are so many things that I believe, uh, you know, when it comes to weight, you're right. So one out of two Biggest Loser contestants puts their weight back on. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'll get to that in just in just a little bit. But understanding your why and, you know, staying true to what I believe um, God has called me to do. I know my purpose. I know my why. And once you have that, you grab onto it, you hold onto it, and you never let it go. Um, Yeah. That's what will power you through. You know, my why is to have a a platform to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with a world that needs to know that, that he's crazy about it. You know. Yeah. Um, so you've gotta know your whys and there can be several of them. I have several whys. I have ADHD, so they're all over the, the you know, the place and they could change all the time. But you gotta get back to knowing why you do what you do, what fuels yeah. your passion, what fuels your fire.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you and I share the same why, which is um, for the love of Jesus and to get the word out, but then we have different ways in which we do right. this because we're all uniquely made different experiences yep. and everything. And I love that. Um, um, your driving force when I'm coaching on my life, life transformation with my people. It's always, what is your driving force? Um, all right. So, so let's go ahead. And did you want to talk more about putting the weight on or should we go to the next question? Uh, you know, Put, putting the way back. Well, that,
2: that kind of goes in, into the formula. So, so okay. we can go on to the next question. Okay. So yeah,
1: the formula is I asked her before the show, I said, I want you to really think on this. Do you have a, f-? she practically interrupted me. Oh yes, I have a formula. But um, so what is this kind of formula for kind of um, your work that you do with people? I can, I'd have to say it's not necessarily just weight, right? No, it's not. You know, it.
2: This is hard to, when you are someone who's morbidly obese or who have lived a life like this, a life like this, it's not gonna always make sense. But true health and wellness is not just about weight loss. Um, you know, we, we have to understand that a $30 appliance from Walmart cannot can no longer dictate our value, you know? Um, you know? Because my weight is bigger on a scale doesn't mean that I'm a better person or a worse person. Here's the thing, you have to be healthy, body, mind and spirit. Um, and do I have a formula? Absolutely. The formula is my, my body. Of course, you have to train your body. Um, my diet, it's very important. Um, spirit spiritually, I've realized that I've been a binge eater. I'm a binge, you know, I suffer from binge eating disorder. Um, I, I, I can consume a ton of calories. Um, but you know, I recognize that if I will put God first, that's a battle that he will fight for me and that I don't have to fight that. Last, mind. This is where the rubber really meets the road, Nikki. Um, As a Biggest Loser contestant at 283 pounds on a 5'4 frame, I recognize that I didn't get to that point just because I like a little bit of pizza. I have a food addiction. Um, And so I had to get to the bottom of why is it every time I'm mad, I'm happy, I'm angry. I'm sad. I'm bored. Whatever it is, why does it drive me to want to go through a drive-through? And I had to be willing. And I did this in a w- with a counselor who is an emotional eating. I mean, she's she's a she's an addictions licensed counselor. And I had to be willing to peel back the layers of what is it that drives me to food? What is it that um, you know? I I want to run to, you know, go get six donuts, and I'm not exaggerating. Um, you know, what is it that's driving me to want to go get a double quarter pounder with cheese? Am I physically hungry or am I emotionally hungry? And I remember sitting in my counselor's office that day, and I could do a whole show on on that portion, mm-hmm. but um, I had to recognize that, because I walked in the first day all Tigger-esque, that's who I am, and, oh. you know, I really don't have a problem with, you know, I just have a problem with food, So so help me recognize that. Finding out that I don't have a problem with food at all. Food isn't my problem. I have a problem with me. And I have a problem with having to face and deal with my emotions. Because until I do that, I, I won't be healthy, body, mind, and spirit. And all that yeah. weight will come back on unless I get to the root of not what I eat, but why I eat.
1: Yeah, that is really good. I love that. And I think that uh, that resonates with a lot of people um, and just addiction period, whether it's drugs or alcohol or whatever it is that we're up against.
2: Right. And, you know, oftentimes, you know, food is is the good person's drug. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. if if I was walking through my building, snorting cocaine, people would be like, oh, my gosh, that is so wrong. Mm-hmm. If I walk through eating a donut, people are like, hey, good job. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that donuts are the enemy. But mm-hmm. what I am saying is that, you know, that that's something that we have to take a really hard look at um, mm-hmm. is, you know, again, why you do what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and are, are you addicted to that? Because I, I was.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's really, uh, I've never heard anyone say that food is a good person's drug. Um, that just so, ugh, that's so real to, to hear you say that. Um, but um, one thing that I like uh, for weight, I have such a battle when I'm coaching people on weight that I want them to, it's, I feel like I'm asking two things of them and I just want your insight on this and no, I haven't asked her this. So I'm putting you on the spot, but all right. Where I'm like, embrace, I'm teaching them to love them the way they are, you know, and the way God does. And so that might be at 200 pounds. But yet at the same time, I'm teaching them that, wait a minute, God gave you this body and um, and he's got plans for you. And you've got to not, you got to figure out how to get this body not the way it is. You know, right. love how you are, but we don't, we need it, we need it working. Sure. But how do you do that? Like, you know, in encourage someone to love their, there's a, a era of like, I'm beautiful and you are, yes, but you it's are. like my excuse to, it's almost some marketing is like an excuse to then be 200 pounds because I love me. Sure.
2: You know, um, here's the thing. I, I cannot speak for everyone, but I can speak for me. And I put that persona on. I said, I loved me. Mm-hmm. No one, the hardest conversations I had when I got back from the show were um, Sonia, we had no idea that you felt the way you felt about yourself. You know, convincing. We loved you. Yeah, we loved you. We assumed you did too. So mm-hmm. those those were the hardest conversations. With that being said, um, you know, God loved me at two hundred and eighty three pounds as much as He does right now at one hundred and eighty
1: three. Amen. Mm-hmm. He loved
2: me that did not change God's love for me for a moment. Mm -hmm. But Nikki, what it did was it changed my love for me. Mm -hmm. I hated who I was. And it was because I felt awful uh, about who I was. So the hard part is getting the person to be able to really tap into, okay, do you just say you love you like I did or do you really, really love you? Because here's the deal. How many hundred-year-old people who are overweight and obese, do you see walking around?
1: Yeah, None. not very many.
2: <laughs> None. You know, you. this is our temple. This is what God gave us to do this thing called life with. You mm-hmm. know, if we're going to do this for the long haul, we got to take care of it. You yep. know, losing the weight, honestly, was a piece of cake. And I love cake. But yeah. it was a piece of cake. Keeping it off, man, that's where the rubber meets the road. And and you have to be in for the long haul. So, yes, I, I get what you're saying 100%. It doesn't affect God's love for me, but it sure affected mine. And yeah, um, you know, one other quick thing, you know, before I left on the show, what a lot of people don't know, I had a massive, massive speech impediment. You know, I couldn't I could not hold a conversation hardly because I had a stuttering and stammering problem. Well, when I got that confidence, um, that that went away. When you take care of your body, um, your body starts to take care of you within one month. Most all of us were off of our medication when we were on the show because we were losing weight. We were, talk- we were taking care of ourselves. And, you know, we walk taller. We smile brighter. And, you know, now when we have a conversation, um, I can look you in the eye. And that's a confidence that I got from the show and being on the show. And I have to tell you, I want to go back to what you said earlier about being a mountain mover. Yeah. I want to be a mountain mover in your life and in other people's lives. But that's not just for us. I want them to, in turn, be a mountain mover in the lives of other yep. people. And that's what the show gave me.
1: Yeah, that is beautiful. And that's exactly what we want for everyone. Um, Yeah, we are down to less than a minute. I don't know how this time goes so fast, but everyone who's on now, we've got quite a few on. Stay tuned because what we want to do is come back and do question and answer. Please be sure to call in if you want to call in and get coached by Sonia and I, um, question and answer type thing at toll free one 888 three, four, six, nine, one, four, one, um, or go ahead and send an email. I've got two emails already handpicked for us just in case. All right. So come back to question and answer, and we will see you soon on living within the Sweet spot. Your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: We give all we have to our work, pushing ourselves to be a success. We go the extra mile for our children, giving them every shot at life. We run from one activity to the next, rarely enjoying a meal together. And it's threatening our families, relationships, bodies, and our future. This life-transforming coaching experience is based on Nikki's book, Awaking the Living Legacy, and is now offered in a self-study at the Living Legacy Academy. For more information, visit NikkiKlegel.com. That's NikkiKlegel.com.
1: We hear, just be you, a lot these days. But who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show, hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed.
0: This is Living Within the Sweet Spot with Nikki Clagel. The phone lines are ready for you to call in and connect with our program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you're feeling a bit shy, send Nikki an email to Nikki at NikkiClegel.com. Now, back to Living Within the Sweet Spot.
1: Hello, everyone. Yes, this is Nikki with Fulfill Your Legacy. I'm so happy you are back with us on Living Within the Sweet Spot. And I have Sonia Jones back for question and answer. I know she's going to offer us great stuff. Um, You can go back and listen to Replay if you want to hear her awesome advice, kind of her story, her insight in the last section of the show but right now i want her to go ahead and share with us her new book that is coming out soon i want to be at that book launch you make sure you invite me yep virtual or not but go ahead and hold up your book for those of you not um just listening you can go to nikki clagle fulfill your legacy facebook page and you can see her so there it is tell us a little bit about this and when it comes out and how they can get it okay so uh
2: for this is my big announcement. I start my VIP launch team uh, in about a week, and so I have written a book called Forty Four Lessons from a Loser. It is the subtitle is Navigating Life Through Laughter, Prayer, and the Occasional Throat Punch. Because sometimes people just need it. You know, sometimes people need to laugh. Sometimes people definitely need to pray, and then other times people just need throat punched. Um, <laughs> what it is. So um, there are forty four stories. Forty four is an obsession of mine. Um, you know, it was my college number, it was my high school number, it was, uh, you know, my semi-professional number, and everything I do is 44. So um, I was never more sad about that until I started to write 44 chapters in this book, which is exactly what happened. And it's it's a fun read, it's inspirational, it's motivational, it's stories of my um, before the ranch and Beyond, so before, during, and after, and and it, I think people will really read it and connect with it, um, because it it does it shares so much of life lessons that we all need. Um, I think you'll find it, you know, motivating and encouraging. You'll find it funny, um, I think, and sometimes you you may even be be drawn to tears. So. Mm-hmm. It was a blast to write yeah. it. So I'm excited. You can go to my website, Sonia 44.com and you can pre-order it. It's not available until the beginning of November. I have a huge launch date, a launch team in place. Uh, the launch is November 2nd at Calvary church in Springfield, Illinois. Um, so it's going to be the book's birthday. We're celebrating my 44th birthday. It's going to be a blast. It's at 6:44 PM here in Springfield.
1: Yeah. Sign me up. Send me the thing. I'll be your biggest fan on there. So, um, so yeah, everyone go ahead. And I say do pre-order, uh, get your your name in. They get a good idea of numbers. So it's always great to get those pre-orders in early. And and that's always part of the launch team is if you pre-order, then you're kind of on, on that. So that's really exciting. All right, let's go ahead and get to you guys who have questions. Now, I just have so many emails. It's hard for me to pick and choose everyone. Please um, keep emailing on my slow days. I, I try to just answer you. And so if you hear me say there's a lot of, of emails in here, don't worry. I answer them, send them back to you, and, and keep a few of them for the show. So let's go ahead, and we're going to talk with, um, about Angela. So Angela sent in an email that just said she is so frustrated with her weight. Um, She's like, I eat near nothing and nobody believes me. If I go to the doctor, then they, so probably more than one doctor, um, look at me like I'm lying or that I'm not trying hard enough. So uh, I I've coached people for health and wellness. I have a program called Power Hour Royal. I didn't even talk about this, and I might have you, Sonia, if you're interested, um, helping us in there every now and then, or sure. doing something to highlight you because Shemaine Nugent, Ted Nugent's wife, and I have this program called Power Hour Royal, where we help people with um, their faith and their fitness and their fellowship. So friendships. It's yes. a it's a private group. So um, in there, these people, you know, are battling with weight and. There's two things I want to bring up. One is your metabolism. So we know that um, when we go through these bouts of starving and then eating a lot, this is so bad on our, meta- our metabolism. And it could be that you really are eating. An, I mean, I can consume about 16, 18 undercolors and never gain a pound. But my metabolism is such, I've got it in a good place. It's good food that I'm eating and all these things. And other people might be eating 1,200 calories and still overweight. Um, it's just what they're putting in and all these things. So that's one thing that I want to give you just a little peace of mind on. Um, then the next thing is, um, and I know Sonia's got good advice, so I'm going to make it fast. Haters. Um, you're talking about people not believing you. I'm sure that's frustrating Um, But I want you to think on, um, you have to please one person, you're, you're wanting to look to God for his partnership in this journey of weight loss for his direction and his guidance. And I know that sounds weird, because no, he's not going to plop a menu plan in front of you. But he might put you in connections with people that will but I really want you to surround yourself with the word and surround yourself in prayer and people that will encourage and support you. And like a little mustard seed, something might take root. It might be like Sonia on a plane where you just get a nudge and just that one day, like a bolt of lightning, you are all in. So, um, Sonia, um, not necessarily talking to Angela per se, but what about you with your experiences um, feeling like, you know, I'm hardly eating anything or diet up and downs. What do you have? Well, I
2: never felt like I wasn't eating much because I knew that I was overeating consistently. But with that being said, there were times when I would go through certain diet programs when I did scale back a lot, and I felt the same way Angela did. Angela, I'm not saying that this is, this is you, but I'll tell you my experience was I did recognize um, when I was going through those, those diet plans that when I would journal something, I didn't realize how much I was eating. I didn't realize, oh my goodness, okay, so I just had a Coke, a can of Coke, which is 120 calories. Well, if my maintenance calories each day are 1,500, then there's 120 calories that I just drank and didn't even think about. You know, so there's one way. I would say, you know, journal. Know how much you're legitimately putting in in your body. But also, um, you know, I don't know Angela's, you know, where Angela is, but for me, when I would tell people that I really wasn't eating a lot. I I was embarrassed. That's me. I'm not saying that's her. I was embarrassed. And I didn't want to go into my dietitian and say, okay, I just was really upset. So I ate a double quarter pounder with cheese, large fries, two apple pies, and washed it down with a 44 ounce, um, diet Coke, because that definitely helps. Yeah. Um, You know? So I I would say just look, look, look at, look at your nutrition, but I love what you said, Nikki, surround yourself with wonderful people. And, um, Believe in you. You know, I, I honestly believe Angela and to everyone else listening, if you, if you believe you can, you're right. If you believe you can't, you're right. There is a recipe that works for you. I promise you. And believe it, you know, find it, go after it hard and, and don't let go. You've got to know that you can do this. Believe that you can.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Sunny, I know we're going to have a little time just because I, I feel like we can elaborate on this. Believe it. You know, when there's um, times that you don't believe it. So how do you ever step in then? Um, we do a lot of work on, in some of my programs on positive affirmations and almost just self-talk when you don't have that belief yet. Um, kind of just almost programming your mind really to step into that belief. It starts to take root. And yeah, if we're going to continue to believe everything everyone's telling us or even our own brain has been telling us because it's real, it's not even made up. We haven't succeeded on our diets. We are overweight. But if we're going to keep doing that thinking, probably going to stay there. What's your thinking? And, and what do you do? Do you have tricks or what did you what do you think? girl, fake it till you make it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there are times when I don't want to
2: do the right thing. I don't. I would rather, instead of having a spinach salad, I would rather have um, a cheeseburger. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you have to do the right thing sometimes just because it's the right thing. And because it pushes you toward your goal, Mm -hmm. wherever you are, whatever decision you make, it pushes you closer to your goal or farther away. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you to determine which direction you want to go. And there are times when it comes to people who are morbidly obese, when they it's a cycle, Nikki. It's like, okay, I feel terrible about who I am, so I'm going to eat, which makes me feel worse. So I'm going to eat more, which makes me feel worse. And then you spiral, you know. You have to jump out of that. You know, you have to get out of that vicious cycle and take steps in the other direction. Um, and I could go on for hours and hours about this, but I know we can't. So I'm finished. <laughs> up. There are times when you have to just do the right thing because it's the right thing to do and it pushes you closer to who you want to be.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are such a motivational speaker. OK, so um, there's something that's coming at me again. that I want to talk to you about now that I got your I have your brain in front of me. Yeah. Um, so I, I do a lot of coaching with people where when they so like G, like God, he made the world and then he looked back on it and said, you know, this is good. Yeah. Like that affirmation that it's good. And there's so much validity to us when we're on our plans. Like when we, when we are, like you said, in that hamster wheel where it just is circling and it's getting worse and it's snowballing, our mind continues to think on that, like you said. But also, are we really mindful about the little wins? The little baby wins that we have, yeah. when we make, when you said, just do one thing, just start, right. do something. And then don't forget to praise yourself. Yeah. Not like a glory and ego and all that. Right. Use God. You use God to, to have the discipline to do the one step. So then to say, thank you, God. Look at that. I made it through donuts at nine o'clock in the break. Right. Right. And for, don't forget to kind of get that snowball thing going right. in your, with your momentum. Good yeah. stuff. Okay. Yeah.
2: And celebrate you. I mean yeah. celebrate you. God doesn't make junk. God created you to be a person a person of impact on this planet. Yes. yes. You. It's you know, it's all about I'm a coach. That's yeah. what I did for so many years. And you know, we had teams that honestly there were girls on my teams who couldn't catch a cold, let alone a softball. So we weren't we weren't worried about winning softball games. We were worried about doing small things right every single day, and we celebrate that. And then you build on it. So you've got a little bit of a foundation, and you build on it. And then eventually, Beautiful. man, you just take off.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay, so then um, you spoke your catchphrase there. Did you notice you did that at the uh, bottom of your website? Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. What is that under your picture? That little sentence? I love it. You have the power within you to change the world. Yeah. That's power what you want for everyone. And power within you to
2: change you. Sometimes I'm a lot more confident in my being able to change the world than I am being able
1: to change me. Yeah. Yeah. I am start too. Here. I it's am too. Start here. Okay. Three minutes. Let's get to the next question. So Ken, he says, I'm up against a wall. I have a job that is good. Not great. I get ideas about things. Now, remember Sonia earlier on the plane saying, I don't know. I don't care what it is, if it's a nudge, if it's a stirring, whatever. But he's like, I get ideas of trying something new, but I'm in my 50s. And I don't want to upset the basket at home. It's almost like I'm battling a constant pull for something else, something better. I really like this. I love his words. I I cut and clipped because I really like them. One, battling that's spiritual warfare. So be thinking tightly on it. You know, think the things that you're being nudged to are they good and right and noble, or are they self seeking? That really can help you. And then the other thing is, um, you know, he's saying I'm in my 50s and kind of those are the excuses and those are the things that we do. And so being really mindful and getting clarity on on the stirring and what it's all about, because God can move mountains. All right. You can be 50. I'm almost 50. And I just started this and I quit my job and it was a good paying job. You can do this. But Sonia, what do you have to offer here? You know, um,
2: that's that's a fun spot to be in. It doesn't
1: feel fun, but
2: man, <laughs> you got to get uncomfortable and stay uncomfortable. You know, life life is too short to do a job that you hate. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you hate it, but if you feel that nudging, I love what you said. Is it self-seeking or is it others seeking? You know, is this because you want to create a better version of who you are and, and your family? And if so, go after it. You know, you don't know what's on the other side of, of that mountain. Um, you know, change is often difficult, but no one wakes up this morning and thinks, oh, I want to be complacent for the next six months of my life. No, you know, do what brings you fulfillment as long as it's God honoring.
1: Awesome. You
2: know, honoring your family and your, and, and your life. I mean, um, Man, Go get it.
1: Yeah. 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 I love that advice. Okay. So now did Sonia and I both just tell you to quit your job? No, not necessarily. No. <laughs> but we say God, um, with God, all things are possible. Yeah. So for six months, almost a year, I worked both jobs. So you might feel like it's impossible, but when you are really God partnered, if God's nudging you to do something yeah. and you pull him into it and you step blindly, like she did, got on that plane anyway, God got in talked to her yet, right. but she did it anyway. If you do that, he can give you the energy and all these things to be able to make this happen. You got to look for doors. You have to hear the Holy Spirit. You want to say something? We have a minute. What do you got? Keep in <laughs> mind that fulfillment
2: doesn't come in doesn't come in a job. It doesn't come in a relationship. Fulfillment only com, comes in a relationship with Christ. You know. Amen. So as you continue to follow and seek Him. He's not going to leave you alone find fulfillment where you can only find fulfillment.
1: Awesome. Okay. We have 30 seconds left. I don't even want this interview to end. Everyone, please get to Sonia's website. Go check her out. Um, I say get that book. Get on on the early list of buyers. um, Maybe into her launch party. Join me in that. I'm going. Um, Please head to my social um, handles as well as her. So on our Facebook pages, Instagram, it's all under my name, her name with 44. Um, What else can we tell you? I have freebies. um, Download those freebies and hey guys we just want to stay connected we want to love and serve you and we just want you coming back next week on living life within the sweet spot
0: thank you for tuning into living within the sweet spot Please join your host, Nikki Kleagle next Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until our next program, invite abundance into your life and live a happier, fuller, and more successful life than ever before.